Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, Grant. Good morning. Haven't got Jimmy here just yet, but uh, sure he's just around the corner. Oh, yeah, he'll be here soon, yeah. Well, Pastor Jimmy today, yeah. we'll have him on the show, talk about the mind bender, <laughs> which he's never been on. <laughs> I love that he's like, he, he loves he loves getting angry about um, rides he can't ride because of his height. He gets raging yesterday. Yeah. Can't ride it anyways, too short. Stupid ride. Can't ride any rides. I'm like, I took... Nora there two weeks ago, and she rode all sorts of rides. I keep telling him, I'm sure you're okay on the weight side of things there, <laughs> little buddy. cannonball. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, we also have the Monster Pro Wrestling tickets and the uh, Kelly's Pub $50 gift cards to give away mm-hmm. so that you can join us at the... Uh, the Super Bowl at the end of the... Yeah. Well, in February, on the 12th. Yeah, the 12th. So, giving those away again this week. Um, not today. It's the end of the it's in the end of the month, but we do have an announcement tomorrow that has to do with fried chicken. Mm-hmm. We're anointing February. Fried chicken February. <laughs> We're making it, th- making it a thing. Yeah. All right. And this is the new shine down. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. When I saw this, this... Well, we'll say resonated with me. Okay. More than three in ten adults admit that their parents are picking up at least one of their bills. <laughs> I'll tell you how close I am okay. um, to to being 100% free and clear of the, the children yeah. financially. So we have uh, one more payment. Like we have... We have some money that we're sending um, Monkey Bird okay. for the wedding, yeah. which we agreed to, right? <laughs> and um, I'm still paying for Bluebird's cell phone. <laughs> She's still on the family plan? She's still on the family plan. The other one isn't. The other one... Um, I'm impressed she got off of it. Yeah. yeah. The other one... Well, they when they moved, they got new phones... Yeah. And there was a like there was like a, a conversation about her and and Jake getting on the same plan. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, "All right, do it." Yeah. Right? He didn't just join your plan? No. <laughs> you guys would have loved that. Oh yeah. So Bluebird, this was the conversation we had on um on Christmas when she was back. She was like 
talking about, I'm like, how's the money situation going? Mm-hmm. Because She's in Vancouver, it's very expensive. Well, we got her a great apartment. She's she's making decent money, and she's doing all these private lessons for, oh, yeah. for dance. Like one-on-ones and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's quite popular because, I mean, she was a professional dancer. She mm-hmm. studied for eight years at the Royal Winnipeg Ballet. Right? So she's got a bit of pedigree, and she's, she's actually... An energetic person, right? Yeah. Like kids love her, and, and and so her name's getting out there, and and so she's get, she's picking up extra cash, and I'm like, okay, well, how's it going? And then so she, she starts to give me a rundown on her financial situation, and she's like, yeah, I'm right now, I'm I'm doing really well. I'm able to put like I'm putting like five hundred dollars cash away a month, and I'm like, <laughs> why am I paying for your cell phone? <laughs> She's saving five hundred a month, and you're paying her cell phone. That's awesome. She's socking away cash, (laughs) little miser. (laughs) There should be a rule on this, though. I'm speaking for all parents right now. There should be some sort of line in the sand. Yeah. When you're like, I we got nothing from our parents. Nothing. Yeah. Eighteen. I was like, good luck. It's because, um, like, the phone thing, I think, is because of the family plan thing. And, yeah. like, kids get phones when they're teenagers now, and they go on the family plan, and then it just kind of gets overlooked. Like, yeah. it just stays that way. So I had I had one friend that was, he, I think he was married, and he was still on his parents. I was like, what's what? going on? <laughs> like, I would be, uh, give me his number. <laughs> yeah. Let's call him. <laughs> If you're in your 30s and your parents are still paying something for you, yeah, you that's a long look in the mirror. <laughs> that's a long look in the mirror, yeah. right? We should go back to the days when you went 18 and you left the nest. Get that was out of the house. You're on your own. <laughs> you know what I thought we'd do with this list, Grant, is we'll go through and you rattle them off and let us know which one like and we'll we'll see who's seen the most movies between Jimmy and I. So these are movies that Quentin Tarantino has given glowing reviews to. So not Quentin Tarantino movies um, but just ones he has spoken highly of. Didn't he say like didn't isn't the article something like the top 10 Quentin Tarantino Tarantino's top ten films to watch before you die. That's yeah, there you go. And it's just movies that he is. It's not Tarantino yeah, movies. Keep score. No, no, I know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so number ten Lock. Jimmy. The Great Escape. I have not seen that. Nineteen sixty three. No. Steve McQueen. Okay. Interview. Okay. Number nine. I wonder if we've seen any of these. Audition. It's a Japanese movie. I have not seen no. that. Okay. Uh number eight, Jaws. Yeah. I've seen Jaws. Me too. Number seven, Apocalypse Now. I've yes. seen that. Hold on, s- you wouldn't have seen that before Midget at the Movies. Yeah, we made you I'd watch I'd like to that point one. that out. Was it that one you made? You made me watch Platoon. We made you watch Apocalypse Now at you one point. You hadn't seen Platoon? No, okay. there was something like that you made me watch. I can't remember. Num- number okay, six. Okay. Apocalypse Now. I have seen. All right. Are you sure? 100%. Okay. Um... Number six was... Give me a line from it. <laughs> I don't know a line from anything. No. What do you mean you, don't? you can quote every Star Wars? That's different. I've seen them a hundred times. Uh, number six I love the was, smell of napalm in the morning. How do you not know that line? Well, that's from that movie? Yeah. Okay, you have seen it. Um, 
1976's Carrie. Yes. That's the one. That's Is that the one Stephen where she's. King? That's the one where she's at the prom and they dump blood on her. It's right? John Travolta. I haven't. Um, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's a Jimmy, Stephen King movie. Jimmy pulls out a head. I don't think I've seen it. All right, number five, The Social Network. I've seen that. No. Oh. See, that's a good one, actually, Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, number four, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yes. I've just watched it recently. I was kind of on a bit of a Western kick over the last week, over the weekend. Damn it! I don't think I've You've seen, never seen it. that one. I honestly, I can, I can hear yeah. the whistling music. A I, spaghetti western. Damn it! I know why you went back because your old man used to love the old westerns, right? So you went on a western kick. No, because I, uh, I Jimmy was just pulls getting out geared up. I was getting geared up to watch that new uh, Nicolas Cage one. <laughs> Is uh, that out yet? The Nicolas Cage western. Uh, yes. Is it? What, uh, why are you uh, legally download? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Grant? Uh, number, it came out January 6th. That one, by the way. Uh, number three. I don't think Jimmy would have seen this one. The Bad News Bears. I've seen that. I've heard. That's the, I love the, bad it's news the best bears. baseball. It's the Goldie Hawn one. No, that's a different. No, it's with. Um, I'm thinking of Wildcats. They're, who's the main, who's the coach in that? He swears all the way through it. Uh, Walter, grumpy old man. Yes. Yeah, yeah I've seen that one. Okay. No. Um, that's a great movie. I love that movie. Number two, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It doesn't say which I one. There's quite a few that. of them. The original is the one that everybody talks about. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I, I think I think that's a midget at the movies you guys made me watch. All right, we I'll have give made that you one watch to you. I, I actually think that we did make him watch one of those in October. And number one, I know you've both seen because we watched it together. Top Gun Maverick. Okay, so that's Jimmy one of, with the one win. Of his, that's one of his must watches. Yes, yeah. he gave it great reviews. Jimmy with the win, six to five. <laughs> Look at that midget at the movies We're is have paying to switch off. Switch it up, yeah. <laughs> Time now for some words from the spiritual leader of the locker room. Please remove your hats. Here's Pastor Jimmy. The city of Edmonton says goodbye to a longtime attraction. Galaxyland in West Edmonton Mall was home to the great roller coaster, the Mindbender. For almost 37 years, the roller coaster has been part of the West Edmonton Mall's theme park. The Mindbender will be missed. We have had good memories and bad. Galaxyland was has brought fun to thousands of families in Edmonton and across Canada. The loss will be felt by many. I have never experienced the Mindbender because I am too short to ride that ride. The Mindbender will be hard to replace, so let's have a moment of silent silence for that great tourist attraction. Amen. By the way, the short thing's not going to work anymore. Dude, Why? you're 175 pounds. I still, <laughs> they still won't let me on them. Even at, <laughs> and no, I'm not. I've lost weight, actually, from the last weigh-in. Really? Yes. What are you down to? 145. 145? Jimmy's what? four feet tall, if you're listening, and you're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> 
That would be very confusing if you thought Jimmy was six feet tall. <laughs> and 145 yeah. pounds. By the way, you still weigh more than my wife. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. So I brought up The Last of Us with you yesterday because I didn't want to talk about it until you had had a chance to watch it. And we don't yeah. need to get into the specifics, but... I was going to say, I don't want to spoil anything still. Yeah. Because a lot of streaming, people watch it delayed, right? Yeah, so. there'll be people that are watching it this weekend. I have people that haven't even started it yet, right? So Yeah. Anyway, um, my wife was making fun of me because we were watching it together on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the few shows we've watched together in a long time. I told her, I said, it's a, it's a zombie show, but you might really like it because the writing's really good. Yeah, it's a really well-written show. And uh, so, she, and everybody at her office was talking about it. So I think that was also part That's of a motivator. The, yeah. She's when like, you're like left out of the conversation at work. She's like, okay, well, I'll watch it with you. So we watched it on Sunday and... Um, Again, we don't need to get into any details, but there is a moment there where um, something happens that, for me, Mm -hmm. I didn't see coming. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, that took a turn. And my (laughs) wife looks at me and she goes, you didn't see that coming? And I'm like, no, I didn't see that coming. Oh, really? (laughs) I saw it coming pretty... Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as the episode... Kind of got going. It's like, oh, okay, I know where this is going. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'm an idiot. Like, <laughs> I uh, I had no idea. Is that yeah, in the uh, game? No, not really. Those characters are kind of referenced in the game, but you never, I don't think you ever see them in the game. Okay. Like, they All talk right. about them because they're trading partners and, and whatever, but I don't think you ever actually control Alt 9. S- see them. Top. <laughs> Uh, that episode is, yeah, it's got ninety six percent. Like that, that episode is getting great reviews. Yeah, it um, was. It, it, it's what's his name? They're it's gonna, very powerful. They're probably going to win some awards for it. Linda Ronstead yeah. is now in the charts again because this song is in it. My dad was a big Linda Ron. Well, I think he he had a, a crush on Linda Ronstead, <laughs> <laughs> big time. I mean, like. I, I spent very little time with my dad, and this is something I know. I remember he was a big Linda Ronstadt. He had he had a thing for this for this girl. So the tie-in to Jimmy was talking about that celebrity death, the Star Trek woman. Um, yes, what's her name? Annie uh, Worshing. Worshing. She actually voices Tess in the video game Last of Us. Oh, she, she died. She young? died on Sunday she, at forty-five yeah, at the age of forty-five. Yeah, cancer. She, cancer. she was also in Twenty-Four, I guess. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll throw this out there. Text line seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. Are you a Linda Ronstadt? No. <laughs> if <laughs> Should we play seen, some Linda Ronstadt? <laughs> if you've seen the latest episode of The Last of Us, were you surprised by what we're talking about? Or am I a complete moron? <laughs> okay. Just so you know, this is a show I am planning on watching, but I'm waiting. We're not going to spoil it. Don't worry. No, we I'm Do uh, we spoil no, anything? No. Yeah. No. No, but I'm, but I'm, I am. This is something I want to watch. I'm just waiting. Well, we'll so see if you make it, it three it's through three episodes. That'll be a good litmus test. This will kill it. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be three. The and Tabor out. boy gets to three episodes of you'll Last be, of Us. You'll punch out. <laughs> 
I'll bet everything I own on it right now. <laughs> I have an appointment this afternoon at Moore's for a tux. A tuxedo. Yeah. What? So it's for the wedding. My daughter's getting married this summer. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to wear a tux for it. I remi- I guess so. Yeah. All of- <laughs> Is that not a thing? I don't know. Sometimes the grooms wear tuxes a lot, but well, I don't know if yeah. I'm wearing what the groom is wearing, but I'm wearing yeah. something like an actual. Uh, I'm getting fitted, monkey suit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Are you renting it or buying it? Um, I don't know. It's some going to rent it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I'm 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 on some. Like I got a code for the party and yeah. So anyway, I don't know why this sort of hit me. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I remember when she got engaged. They've been together for a long time, right? Like none of these, none of these sort of steps in this progression of this relationship have. It's not that I haven't thought about it, but today it was like I woke up and I'm, I, I saw it on my calendar like a reminder, tux fitting, and I was like. <laughs> Holy shit, she's getting married. Pretty soon, yeah. Look, it's happening in July. I know. Yeah. It's, that's not that far away. This it's is really re- not. This yeah. is actually happening. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have moments like that in your life. You have these sort of pinnacle moments in your life where where they they come and go and they don't have that much of an impact on you. Mm-hmm. But then there's other ones where like, holy your daughter. I don't, I don't want to make too much of it, but your oldest daughter is getting married. I remember, like, when she popped out. Like, yeah. I remember thinking, okay, well, we're we got married, we bought a house, um, we had the let's have kids conversation. The kid was coming, and it was like, yeah, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, hello, she's there, and then it was. <laughs> It, it, then it was real. Yeah. Right? I'm having another one of those moments. And I don't know why it's revolving around a tux fitting, but Mid-life I'm having another one. Because it's real. Because now it, there, you're actually making a action yeah. to it. It's not yeah. just it's not just you watching it happening. You're part or of it now. Or being told, you know, hey, mm-hmm. or overhearing a conversation about the cake or... You know the decorations on the table, or where it's happening. Now it's like I physically have to go drag my ass to some building and get measured. Yep. For a outfit that I'm going to be wearing at this thing. Are you going to wear jeans with it? I want to do the full Peaky Blinders thing, but <laughs> I've been warned against that. <laughs> I don't think I get a say. I think I go down there. I think I get fitted. And yeah. I, yeah. Day of, though, you got to put on a pair of jeans and see what your wife says. Yeah. <laughs> with top half tops. Top, top hat. Yeah. And the jeans. And jeans. And a cane. Converse. <laughs> and you need, you need one of those monocle things. Like the, That's uh, not a bad idea. <laughs> I look like the peanuts guy. Locker Room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. 
I know that uh, Pastor Peter paid his respects to the mind bender <laughs> during the show already today, but I feel like the giant of West Edmonton Mall deserves a grant report as well. After 37 years, they have announced that the mind bender is being taken apart and donated to an amusement park in a third world country. I think that's what they do with the old rides, right? not a thing. <laughs> For 37 years, it's been terrorizing not only Edmontonians, but you know people from across Canada and the world who have come here to experience the most G-force on any indoor roller coaster in the world or whatever it was at the time. I first rode the Mindbender when I was about 12 years old. A young Grant on a family vacation to Edmonton. I took my seat... I was ready for it. I had worked myself up for this roller coaster ride, only to be tapped on the shoulder a few moments later by an attractive female asking if she could have my seat because she wanted to sit next to her friend. So I agreed to it. I got up to find another seat, only to find that the only other available seat was at the back of the the train in the car that was facing the opposite direction as all the others. (laughs) 12 years old. 5.2 5.2 G-forces, and I was going to be sitting backwards on it, trying to hold my head up straight. I'm pretty sure I blacked out, and it was 100% worth it. Over the years, I rode it several more times, mostly when people would visit, and there was always that conversation. Should we should we go ride the mind bender? You want to go ride the coaster? I, for one, am going to miss the roar of the mind bender through the mall, but for now, it's going into storage with... The statues from the original Bourbon Street, the fire-breathing dragon from the movie theater, and the drop of doom. We miss all those things. The Grant Report is brought to you by BOGO Tuesday at Edmonton Glory Hole Tours. Experience a real thrill. Buy one tour, get one tour. Today at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. The single ladies are killing it right now. I wasn't surprised by this. No, I wasn't either. I was a study saying single women are outpacing single men in home ownership. Yeah. Uh, so the single ladies are buying the property uh, and outpacing them. So this is a new trend, but I'm not surprised. I feel like I know more single ladies with their life put together than single men. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not like that we have an immediate sample size in this room either. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, I think it's also more acceptable nowadays to be single. Yeah. Right? And not just a dude, but I'm talking about a woman. Like, if you met, met like, a um, sort of a, 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 a... a rather energetic young woman who's mm-hmm. 28, 29, 30 years of age. Um, she's c- career driven yeah. um, and she's a go getter and she's single. There would be a lot less judgment of that situation than there would have been maybe 25, 30, 40, 50 years ago, right? Also, it's is, that, like, is that fair to say? Also, it's yeah. like, okay, I'm not waiting around for my match and I'm just yeah. going to live my life. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be financially responsible. I'm going to. Yeah. Or I think yeah. dudes may be a little more happy, you know, living in a basement or whatever. Like, well, d- dudes are idiots. <laughs> men are more. You see that, that one meme where it's like single men are perfectly happy living like this, and it's a TV on the floor and then a lawn chair yeah. and a cooler next to them. And they I've see nothing this, wrong with it. I've said this before. Um, 
men are are pretty much morons until they're 25. Mm-hmm. Like it, just about every single dude you that that's on the planet until they're 25 is a complete idiot. Yeah. And then it's pretty much a coin toss past 25. Right? Yeah. Some of us grow up. Mm-hmm. Right? Putting yourself in there. <laughs> I grew up. I know. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> forced into it. <laughs> Some of us are 48 and don't think we're middle-aged yet. I've never said that it, it recently. I think you should look at buying a condo. You're, you're talking about moving, and I'm like, just buy. Just put your money into a property, and, and then it's not just going to rent nowhere. Yeah. 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 Although, it's really like I I think there's a perception that it's like oh if I buy the mortgage is but like the mortgage is the same price as rent a lot of times. I said to you you should phone mom and just say hey listen uh, let me borrow a down payment. You only have to you only have to get 5%. Mhm. And then um have you thought about that? Potentially buying a place? Potentially. Yeah? Okay. How's the apartments hunting going? Fine. I'm looking at a basement suite. Actually, I'm looking more because they're they're a little less expensive and they're bigger, and I don't have to sell all my furniture. You have a couch and a bed. <laughs> yeah, if I was moving into a, a bachelor pad, I wouldn't be able to have both. What? Most of them have room for a couch. And a bed? Yeah. A queen-size bed? Yeah, they're and not a- little shoe boxes. They're usually pretty big rooms. What, ba- but, uh, what bachelors are you looking at? They're just like... But I'm looking at basement suites that are actually cheaper than, than some of these... Uh, okay, all right. They see you they- should be able to get a, a bed and a couch into a bachelor suite, right? I think so. I, I, I the only like other thing you own for furniture is like a couple of stands. And, yeah, like yeah, like a TV. And I mean, you haven't got a lot of furniture. Basement suite's a good move, though, too. Yeah, that's not too bad. It's not too bad. But are there but basement so, suites in this area? Like close to, like just like, south of the White Mud. There's a few. <clears throat> just right south of the White Mud. There's. I know a of one that might be available for rent soon. I've got the Iranian Jimmy in there, and he's fine. <laughs> he's not moving out like, anytime I soon. Like, I like him. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. Uh, they did. They looked at the states, and they said in 48 out of the 50 states, uh, single women are more likely to own a home than a single man. Yeah. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. I'm again. I think this has been something that's been going on forever. Yeah. I think I think women are. They've got their shit together way more than men do. Oh yeah, way more. And now another world famous locker room Twitter. Simple one, Grant. Do you know what a 15-minute city is? We had 711 votes. 711, nice. Um, And no one with 62.9% of the votes. 37.1 went to yes. So, yeah, 62% of people do not know what a 15-minute city is. I had not heard about it until you mentioned it yesterday. Yeah, I was Um, curious if you had looked into it at all because... Uh, it's been trending because Brett Wilson, 
used to be on Dragon's Den. He had tweeted about Edmonton becoming a 15-minute city, and it's just yeah. it's horrible, and it's... Stupid wh- idea. Well, don't con- don't comply. They're going to be co- uh, climate lockdowns, and... You won't be allowed to leave your zone. Yeah. So the basic idea is they create zones around the city. Yeah. And then it's supposed to be able to... You're supposed to be able to walk 15 minutes to everything you need. I can read this little section from okay. an Edmonton page. Oh, perfect. This is about what Edmonton plans on doing. A 15-minute community is an urban planning concept that means all of your daily essentials should be accessible within a 15-minute walk or bicycle trip. The city of Edmonton has committed to a multi-year district planning project to build a community of communities where every community in the city has access to daily necessities within a 15-minute walk or bicycle ride. I'm in if they include scooters. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got to include scooters. I'm sure it will. Your electric scooter? Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I find it interesting because I don't think that this is an awful idea. Um, I do find it interesting that people have made the connection with the World Economic Forum. and Yeah. Right? And my point to a couple of people that were bringing that up, like, I think that this is going to be locked down. It's dystopia. There's going to be borders. You're going to have to, you know, this is just another way of taking away freedoms. Mm-hmm. Think about anything our public officials on any level, municipal, provincial, or federal. Think about what they've done. Yeah. And think about then put them in task of locking down how many 15-minute communities in Edmonton. They can't build a they can't be able to build transit. We can't keep transit safe in this city. And you'd think that they're actually organized behind the scenes enough to destroy all our freedom and lock, lock us, us all down. down into 15 minute sections of the city all over the country? Yeah. Like I I don't understand how you make that jump. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Like I I think people want it. Some people want it to be true cuz they want to be you know, like the Last of Us, the the preppers, the prepper. They want. They think a lot of people think that they're that that guy that's gonna hide out in his basement and he's gonna have all the guns and he's gonna, you know, is it that or just and like as we've said before, people just want to be angry. I don't know, but people hear the word district. They're like, "What do you mean districts? Is this Hunger Games? <laughs> District Three? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a awful idea. I think I like the idea of being able to have it so that you have all your necessities within you know reachable yeah like like myself I actually have it pretty good in my in my neighborhood as it is I have a couple of grocery stores within walking distance about seven beer stores how many liquor stores <laughs> 18 pawn shops that's actually a lot of the pawn shops are closing down because of all the construction that's on the the Stony Plain Road though um, like there's a, a butcher shop near me. There's yeah. a there's yep. a bakery near me. There's a little of everything. Coffee. I was surprised at the divisiveness of it. Mm-hmm. I'll be it's honest the, with you. It's the World Economic Forum. Yeah, I don't know why. There's a grand conspiracy. To, yeah, there's going to be climate lockdowns. But those people that are saying that also told us that life would never go back to normal and we'd never be able to travel freely and. We're working towards this. This is this is something that the city of Edmonton definitely wants. It's, they want. It's a yeah. They've talked about it. It's they, on their website. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, that's where I got this from. Right. Their web page. And mm-hmm. and again, this sort of this 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 
fits into the bike lane conversation and yeah. and why they're spending millions and millions of dollars on bike lanes and right yeah it is what it is. They're working towards it. Locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. The other thing that came up quite a few times yesterday when um, when we started talking about this 15-minute city was um, Oxford. Are they, they've, they've attempted to do this in the UK? Well... It's it's all f- fake what people say about Oxford. What are so, they saying about Oxford? Like we got a text. Somebody's like, in Oxford, you need a permit to leave your zone, and you only get a hundred a year, and then you're out of luck. But if you Google that, if you look it up, it's not real. That was a fake report. They have tra- they're trying out like traffic filters, where like certain areas, private cars aren't allowed during this time because they're trying to relieve congestion in those areas. Okay, but it's not permits locking people into zones and. That's a little concerning. No, that you're not allowed to to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, I get what that there one. are permits for those areas for private vehicles is what they're saying. But it's like heavily congested areas that they're trying to relieve traffic from is what it is. And then it was misrepresented as people being locked into their neighborhoods and... <sighs> Oh, now you're buying in. <laughs> well, imagine if Grant, yeah, you weren't allowed to go downtown. If somebody stopped you at the at the bridge at the bottom of the hill and said, "We're not letting anybody in downtown right now. There's too many cars." Yeah, but they're but, saying you can. It's there's permits and stuff for that, and you can still get there: bus, bike, taxi, scooter walk in or if you have your permit i kind of understand where the concern is now yeah that makes and that sense. was only during a certain time it was like a few hours like during rush hour jimmy i get it i mean people b- drive in yes. can't we drive People yeah. have cars. We get that's how we get around. Okay, imagine, let, let me imagine ask, if let me you started locking down. Let me a ask section. you a question because it's they're kind of giving you okay. Yeah, you sh- you're not supposed to go downtown. Have you ever tried going downtown um, during like a foot uh, hockey game and stuff like that? Trying to you know drive around downtown or take an Uber or anything in the downtown area here. During, it, it, uh, listen, it's the same listen, thing. I, They're just trying to regulate the amount of traffic in the area, so it's not so it's not crazy. If I'm going to a concert, yes, and I get stuck in traffic on my way or a hockey game, I've already I've I've already signed up for that. Okay, yep. I bought Oilers tickets. I'm at Rogers Place, and when the game ends, everyone dumps out, gets in the cars, and they head home. You you have a mindset. Where you go, okay, that's going to take me a certain amount of time because that's the world that we live in. Traffic, there is congestion, it's a big event. Stopping people from going into a certain section of town. They said it's certain roads, so you can take another route to get there, but maybe there's one road that's too busy. Is what I'm just reading more about it because I haven't really looked that much into it. I don't know. I just I I, I kind of understand where the concern is, right? And what's stopping people? What's stopping them from from saying one day, all right, everybody's not going to get to drive today? You want to get into your windmill theory next? 
just I never said that about windmills. <laughs> uh, you've said it more than once. Several here. times. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. The more I look into this, the more I'm anti 15-minute city now. <laughs> Can you imagine if they did that? If they were stopping people from driving from one section of the town into another in this city? Yeah. I mean, to kind of do it. There'd be violence. To kind of do it like traffic control, you know, going up hills in city. Okay, this lane's open. This lane's closed. Grant, I'm talking about you're not allowed into this section of town today. You're the one that doesn't think they'll be able to pull it off. Anyways, you got everyone worked up. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that they don't think they should be doing it. Um, whether or not they th- whether or not they'll be able to do it, that's a different conversation. Whether or not they're actually sitting down there thinking that this is a good idea, that's different. Well, now, that's a, now I'm not. I'm totally against this. That's a city. that's a perfect uh, segue into AK's text. Didn't take long to flip that switch. <laughs> uh, Justin says it's for convenience, not for control. Uh, Donald, you're you always know you're on the right side of history when you're agreeing with Donald. Donald, you and I, buddy. That's how it starts. Government policies Get and taxes are like a heroin addiction. Starts as a little, gets to more and more. Uh, Greg, he's all on board on it. Uh, he's several. He's going to send me a couple of links. He's going to send you info and links. And England has electric gates at their zone, their borders, and it's all part of the Great Do Reset. No. <laughs> Read Jay's. It's near the top. Yeah, we got a bunch here to get to. Um, Rob said that's how neighbors should neighborhoods should be built with most amenities in the neighborhood. Jay said 15-minute city is a subtle start to communism. <laughs> um, Ryan McQueen says I literally never leave my Sherwood Park district anyways. Um, Lizot says, uh, and then Lizot says, after this, Locker is now the fourth smartest on the show. <laughs> and now, Nerd News with James D. White, the first. So James Gunn, uh, he's working on a new DC, uh, DC movie, uh, like a bunch of movies, and they're doing a What's big... he done in the past? Uh, Just he... to give me perspective. Because I was... Suicide Squad? He's done the Suicide Squad. Wasn't that a massive failure? He's done... I don't know. Uh, the f- first one was good, but the second one, not so much. And that's the one he did. But he was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. He was... Uh, Peacemaker. He was Brightburn. Oh, did uh, he? Didn't they he, try to cancel him? And then the the cast got mad and brought him back. Was that Guardians? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And that was. I do remember. Yeah. This guy. A bunch okay. of the cast were like, "We're not doing it unless something you bring about him some back." Tweets. Some old. Some old tweets. When he was fourteen yeah. or something. <laughs> like he was part. He was part of the uh, Avengers: The Endgame and okay. Infinity War. But he. They're working on some DC projects. And there's uh, Dave Batista. No, that's uh, that's Marvel. He switched teams. Oh, he's he's crossing streams. He's done them all. That's not good. (laughs) That's the one rule, I thought. Yeah, don't cross streams. So they got a big announcement coming up or something? Yeah, at uh, 10 o'clock today, there's supposed to be some new movies that he's releasing. And Dave Batista. versus Aquaman. Oh, that would be good. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Write that down. I will. Superman and Aquaman fight to the death. 
They're actually part of. Uh, never mind. I'm not getting into this with you. But Dave Bautista kind of hinted at the fact that it could be another <laughs> Batman because he said that he turned it down being Bane. So, which is a Batman character. Where are you at with Dave Bautista as an actor? He was in Guardians, right? He was in which, Guardians. Uh, sorry, Sick which one? muscular wrestler. Oh, is it the Bald guy? Head. Did he play... Um, uh, show me a picture. You know I him think I know. I think he's horrible. Yes. Yeah. He I, is not a good actor. People really like him, and he's in that new knock... At the knock at the cabin, M Night Shyamalan movie, which looks good, but then I, I was saw triggered he, by him I in he the trailer. In I was like, oh, I don't know if I can watch this. Yeah, now. no, yeah. I'm totally on the same page yeah. as you. He was in some movie where, like, they were uh, locked down in Vegas, Army of the Dead, and that was I never awful. did watch it. It was not good. But he at keeps getting all. like big acting jobs. He's in the new Glass Knives, and I think a lot of times when James he, Bond, these guys that are they're Dune. just they're so big, they're so muscular that they just get these roles based right. on the fact that they're they're just, you know, superhuman freaks, freaks of nature, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well, not really nature, but doesn't necessarily mean he's a decent <laughs> I think There's more than nature happening in there. Oh, he's juicing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So he, you think it's a Batman announcement it coming looks up? Looks like it could be, but it's going to be a few movies that he's involved in. All right, there you go. Thank you, Jimmy. Was, I'll have exact details tomorrow. All right, excellent. We can't wait. Or in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. Okay, I said we were moving on, but you're loving the 15 minute city. I just got this. I, I, should I read this? I just read it. I gave you the Coles notes. Should I read it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. You e- now you're getting emails. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> you want, said you wanted to know more. Going to have a busy weekend doing research on the uh, conspiracy theories behind the 15-minute city. <laughs> so this is from Wayne. Wayne sends me notes on a fairly regular basis. Ever notice millennials are so willing to give up control in their own lives? Just an observation listening to the 15-minute city conversation. Guaranteed, all the ones that said it was about convenience and not control are all in their 30s. (laughs) The same generation that wants immediate satisfaction, but is okay waiting two weeks for something from Amazon. (laughs) You gotta get a better Amazon driver, Wayne. This is why our parents beat us growing up, (laughs) so we didn't become like this. (laughs) Paul Kogan in the news. Again, we talked about him last week. Because he was... uh there was rumors of him joining Scientology. Remember, he was hanging out with Tom Cruise and I have his a girlfriend is a Scientologist. Do you think there's a connection between what you're about to say and the fact that he's thinking about Scientology if he's going through some major health issues? I don't know. I think it's more of the influence from his girlfriend. Okay. I just love the idea of Hulk Hogan being in a Scientology church. It's awesome. All right, brother. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> now listen up. Uh, so the news with Hulk Hogan... Is uh, Kurt Angle, who's a wrestler, former wrestler, uh, he uh, said that Hulk Hogan told him that after his latest surgery on his back, he has lost all feeling in his lower body. So he's walking with a cane, and Kurt Angle thought he was walking with a cane because he had back pain, and, and Hulk said, No, no, it's because I can't feel anything. No, I cut way. the nerves in my last surgery, and I have no feeling in my lower body. You know what? Um, I've been around long enough to know a handful of people that have had to go into surgery, go under the knife 
for back issues. Yeah. And not one person that I know of that's had to do that for whatever it was has come out the other end. Hmm. Right. Well, he's had 10 back surgeries now <sighs> and 15 surgeries total is what yeah. he what he claims. He claims it's all from his uh, his leg drop, his finishing move. Okay. Where he'd run, jump, and then land the leg on you and land on his butt. Well, Maynard compressed everything. Yeah, talked about the fact because he used to do the head down and the stomp. He'd stomp and the stomp thing and wore his hip out. Right? Yeah, he had to get a hip replacement. Like in his late forties, he, yeah. he had his whole hip done. Right. Actually, it, uh, there was a few uh, little people, I guess, that I used to work with that had when they were younger had multiple back surgeries and leg surgeries. Yeah. And a lot of them are stuck in those scooters like where they yeah. basically almost like wheelchair thing. Man, when like, you when you when, go in there with a knife, man, I, I just I know I know a lot of times it's it's a ha- you have to. Yeah. But um what they're saying too is like it's not the one big moment car crash, you wreck your hip, you wreck your back. It's like well, I don't know what Maynard was saying. It was the repetitive stomping every night. Yeah, same stomping, same legs. Where Hulk Hogan saying is, every night I was doing the leg drop, jumping, mm-hmm. landing, jumping, landing. So Jimmy has wrist problems, right? <laughs> it's <the> same thing. <laughs> but I don't use that wrist. For Stop! It. Okay. Stop! Stop! This is Show Local, some love on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. We are joined by Crystal from the Big Toy Shop. Crystal. If you're looking for a used Harley, the big toy shop needs to be your first stop. Is that correct? That is correct. We're a small local local dealership here in Edmonton. You handle financing in-store as well? When it comes to purchasing or financing, I'll take care of you through the entire buying process. We have many unique bikes, and they're all priced very fair. We put our best price forward to eliminate the stresses of negotiating. This lets us focus our time together on finding the best bike for you and your budget. It's worth pointing out that you guys are a local mom-paw shop. How long has the big toy shop been in business, Crystal? We opened in 2009, and we have over a million dollars in used Harley-Davidson inventory. Amazing. You also have um, accessories like tires. Let's talk about tires for a second, Crystal. Um, over the last three years, we are, we were able to sell enough tires to maximize our distributor discounts. Okay. So we sell major brand name original equipment tires per manufacturer at the lowest possible prices. We can sell the tire that came with your bike from factory for the least amount of money guaranteed and keep the life on. And you also have e-bikes, is that correct? We do have a selection of e-bikes in store. We have some fat tire e-bikes and some foldable e-bikes. Those nice. things are cool. I want one. Yeah, I want one of those things too, man. You see people just flying on those Ripping. things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you have scooters? We don't currently carry scooters. Okay, Crystal, when you guys get scooters, let me know. Because <laughs> I'm in the market for a scooter. All right, by <laughs> the way, we need to talk a bit, a bit about the uh, the alcohol elephant in the room. You guys are licensed. We are. We have a licensed lounge that's stocked with local spritz and beers. Um, nice. And that's the best reason to come by and kick some tires and, and meet our amazing team of people. What's the best way of getting more information about the big toy shop? You can view us online at bigtoyshop.ca or give us a call at 780-298-2797. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Somewhere a village is missing an idiot. Or three. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.